morning. God bless you all this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, good morning, good morning. Again, I am honored to be here in this place of worship. I'm honored to be here. Robinson Avenue Baptist Church, Captain Crow, Texas, on this very special Sunday morning. But I must say, it is a different kind of Sunday morning. Such a special occasion, and used to seeing folks in the church house all dressed up. They got the little Sunday day to meet stuff on. The ladies got the little pretty dresses. The hair all fixed nice. And they got the little pretty hats on. It's just a colorful, wonderful day. But today, it is somewhat different. It is, I must say, somewhat non we can still praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Because I know that you are watching this morning. You're watching via the Facebook and you, you see me live at home in your living rooms or your bedrooms. Wherever you may be watching me this morning on your patio. Uh, I, I just thank God for you. And we do miss you. We miss the fellowship. We miss the fellowship. But this too. And my brothers and sisters, let me remind you this morning, God got you. God got you. He got you. He got the whole world in his hand. The Bible says in Matthew 18 and 20, For two or three are gathered together in my name, he says, I am there in the midst of them. He's in our midst this morning. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Today, we woke up to a celebration already in place. And God is calling the plays. He's the coach. He's behind the scenes calling the plays. There's a celebration this morning going on in heaven. A celebration. Why? Why? We worship a living faith. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We worship a living faith. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Sunday brothers and sisters in Christ, let us pray. Every head bow, every eye close, let us pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, you love this world so much that you gave your one and only son that we might call, we might be called your children too. Lord, help us to live in the gladness and grace of this Easter Sunday. Help us to remember to have a grateful heart for your sacrifice. Give us eyes that look upon your grace, and may we rejoice always in your salvation. Help us to walk in that mighty grace. Help us to tell us about the good news. All for your glory and to your honor, we pray. In the precious, sweet, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. As a community of faith, I want to ask you a question before I get started. This morning, there's a 
couple of places in the Bible I'll be reading from, and I'll give you a chance to open your Bibles and follow along with me. But I want to ask you a question this morning before we get started. Where would we be this morning if Christ had not risen from that grave? Where would we be? You know the answer as well as I do. We would still be slaves to our sin nature, and our faith will be connected. Praise God this morning. Praise God this morning. Praise God for Jesus' resurrection. We have the assurance this morning. Yes, we do. We have the assurance that all of our wrongdoing, all of my wrongdoing, my past wrongdoing, my present wrongdoing, my future wrongdoing, have been completely covered by His work. Amen? That's good news. That's good news. You see, my yesterday sins don't have anything to do with my today's work. Oh, glory to your name. It was the blood of Jesus Christ that cleared the way for me to stand in a holy place. And just today, this morning, I'm standing in the presence of the Almighty God. God is in, in, in Texas, all over. God is in Mississippi. He's in Louisiana. He's in Arkansas. He's in Colorado. Oh, glory to your name. He's everywhere, all over this world. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Mark, and we will read a few verses from the book of Mark. And I would have you to open to the 16th chapter of Mark. And we will begin reading at the first verse of Mark. And we'll read through verse 6. If you got it, say amen. Mark chapter 16, verse 1. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, brought spices that they may, might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone? From the door of the tomb for us. Now, let me just stop right there because I would like to highlight something. You know, when they when they took Jesus and, and when they placed him in the stone, you know, the the, the Pharisees and uh, and all the people in charge and, and and the ones who had influence, they 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 wanted to make make sure that that Jesus' body was not taken from the grave because he had made it known that in three days, he said, three days, three days, you will see me again. So when they placed him in the tomb, they took and they rolled this huge stone in front of the tomb. And then they filled the tomb. And then they placed guards on the tomb. Because they wanted to make sure that no one, no one, no one had an opportunity or took, took Jesus 
from that grave because of what he had said to them about on the third day. So here we see, we see, we see Mary, we see, we see Mary Magdalene, we see Mary, we see, uh, 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 we see Salome, and they're making their way to the tomb where Jesus was buried. And they traditionally, I guess, this was something that they would do if time was there for them to do. But I think, I think in my in my mind's eye, I kind of see this thing, and everything was happening so fast. You know, Jesus was was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was taken to trial, and there was a mock trial, and, and they found him guilty, and, 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 and then they, they, they took him, and they beat him, they whipped him, and they placed him on a cross. They took him from the cross, and they put him in a grave. Everything was moving fast. So these three ladies decided that early the next morning, on the third day, they will visit him at the tomb and anoint his body. And on the way, on the way, there, there was a, a, a conversation about who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us. Verse 4. But, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large, the stone. It was very large. And, and, and at verse 5, and in the tomb they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe, sitting on the right side. And they were alone. But he said to them, Do not be alone. You seek Jesus of Nazareth. Who was crucified? He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. He is risen. He is risen. I want you to take that and you just lock that away in your mind as we continue to move forward. You know, may God be glorified and magnified, and and may you be encouraged by the things that I say to you this morning as I preach this word about God's goodness and His grace and His mercy. We're living in, in, a, in a difficult day and time, in a strange time. And a few Sundays ago, I stood in the same pulpit, and I spoke about I spoke about Jesus and His disciples, and I spoke about how how Jesus reminded His disciples, "Don't be afraid. Don't let fear control you." But it's almost like you know we can't help but to be fearful. It's almost like our first inclination is to just shut down and say, I'm going to give up. There's no hope for tomorrow. You see the long lines of people trying to get to a place so they can get a little bit of food or something that other folks have taken the time out from their busy schedules to put together to help someone in need. Oh, my Lord, can you see the picture with me? The stone. Rolled away. He is risen. He is risen. You see, I want to remind you this morning, my brothers and sisters, and those of you at home and the ones that are here with me, some things are out of our control. Some things 
or out of our control. Now hear me, hear me good. But not everything. Today we, we face these difficult times. Oh, have mercy. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Uh, you might be wondering this morning, who, who will roll the stone away? How long, Lord, how long, God, will you make us? Dear friends, listen. The stone was rolled away over 2,000 years ago. That was yesterday. Today, He is risen. We serve a risen Savior. And He's in heaven with God. And He's interceding. And I want to say that again this morning because someone needs to be encouraged because I, I know that there's somebody out there this morning, they feel like they want to just toss in the towel. They feel like they just want to give up. They, just, they feel like nobody loves me anymore. Somebody out there watching me this morning. Somebody in Copper Show, somebody in Delta, somebody over here in Kempner, Lampasas, Louisiana, Oh, Mississippi, Georgia, Arkansas, all over this land, somebody is contemplating suicide this morning. But let me tell you, before you give up and toss in the towel, remember this, we serve and we worship a risen Savior. When they got to the tomb, my brothers and sisters, they were wondering in their mind and talking to themselves, among themselves, about who will roll the Come on, somebody. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Have mercy. Oh, we may have to endure these long and difficult days. We may have to go through this. And it may feel like you are all by yourself. But let me tell you something. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. We serve a risen Savior. So, so what do we do in the meantime? What do we do? How, how, how can I face my fear? Uh, you know, my mind keeps telling me to just, just shut down. How, how do I face my fear? Well, before I go into that, let me just share something with you. In 1965, a lady by the name of Jackie Buchanan, I don't know if you all remember her, Jackie Buchanan wrote a song. And the title of that song was, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. So let me tell you, my brothers and sisters, before you give up, the Bible said, For God so loved the world, and the stone was rolled away. And we serve a risen faith. Don't you give up. Love, sweet love. Pay the price for my sin. God, sweet love, covered my sin debt. But not only did it cover my sin debt, God, sweet love, made the way. He paid the way for time. In Him, we have everything we need. In Him, we have strength to pay another day. In Him, He can put food on the table. In Him, He can pay the rent. In Him, He can pay 
the cardinal in him. He can give you peace of mind to where you can look at your baby and you can embrace that child and you can love on that child and you can love that child. Sweet love for that child. The anger, frustration, all kind of crazy stuff is entered into the mind of man and woman because of these difficult times, these days when we really don't quite understand what is going on in this world. But God can. And all we need to do is just learn how to keep trust in Him. But listen. If there ever was a time for sweet love in this world, now is the time. Now is the time. The world. So today, 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 as I'm moving forward, today I say to you, in these difficult days, choose love. Choose love. Choose love. Yeah, we're locked in, right? They don't want us to go to many places. They don't want us to socialize and hang out. All the restaurants and fast food places are closed. And, and uh, the, the people in charge of these things are telling us, help us. To make life a little bit better for you and everyone else. They're telling us, stay at home. Only go out if you have to. Well, you know, if you stay behind those four doors, those four walls, and those four doors too long, it seems like they're caving in on you. Amen? And then you have, all of a sudden you find yourself getting upset and you're saying those things to your spouse and your spouse is saying those things to you and you're kicking the dog and you're chasing the kids around, and they're just being kids, and they really haven't done anything too bad at all, but you after that child, come back to your little old bad kid. That kid was bad yesterday before all this stuff happened. So leave that child alone. Let that child be a love, a child, and just love on him. So what we need to do is choose love, my brothers and sisters. And remember, just like the disciples of yesterday, we're in this boat together. No need to panic. No need to panic. Oh, sometimes some things are really out of our control. But not everything. Not everything. We can make a difference. Now, I'm speaking to the children of God. I'm speaking to those that are saved. I'm speaking to those that made a commitment to follow Christ. I'm speaking to those that are willing to let their light shine. In a dark world, we can make a difference, difference in this very difficult time. Hmm. Let's begin by doing what the Lord God would have us to do. What does that teach you? Well, while we press in our way through these very difficult times, let's choose love. Well, I will share. I want to share with you a little passage of scripture that speaks to love, and you can find that in the book of John. One John, if you would please go to First John, and 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 I would have you to go to the fourth chapter of John, fourth chapter 
jump. One jump. Chapter 4. And I would have us to begin reading at the seventh verse. First John, chapter 4, verse 7. You got to say amen. And it reads like this. And I'm reading New King James, and it says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. So, so listen, listen. You know, it, 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 the writer here, he starts out by saying, Beloved, beloved. He said, Let us love one another. For God is of love. And he says, Everyone who loves is born of God. So, if you want to know God, you've got to first be what? Born of God. Woo! Look at that. Verse 8. He says, He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. So in these, these very difficult times, difficult times, you, see, you know, we, we have to wait. Right now, you know, we're in the waiting room of God, and we're waiting for a breakthrough. We're waiting for a change to take place. And it seems like that change just ain't going to come. It's just not coming fast enough. So we have to do what? We need to choose love. You see, love will help us press our way through these very sad and difficult times. And verse 9, it reads like this. It says, In this, the love of God is manifested towards us that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world. His only begotten Son into the world. That we might live through Him. You see, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And this is love. Not that we love God, but that He loves us. And, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sin, He was the sacrifice. He was the only sacrifice. Nobody but Him. It took Him. Jesus. He was the only sacrifice. Verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love. If God so loved us, we No one has seen God at any time. And if we love one another, God abides in us. And His love has been perfected in us. Verse 13. By this, we know that we abide in Him and He in us. Because He has done what? Given us of His Spirit. Listen, my brothers and sisters. We have the power. We have the power. You have the Spirit of God. We have the Spirit of God. Choose love. And then share that love. Share it with your household. You know, share it with the next door neighbor. Share it on Facebook. Love. 
need love. No need to panic. No need to get mad. Just prove got some difficult days ahead of us. And I want to ask you another question this morning. Is anything too hard for God? Is anything too hard for God? And you know the answer. I know the answer. The Bible says, I am the Lord, the God of all the people of the world. Is anything hard for me. And this is Jeremiah 32, verse 27, New Living Translation. And we know the answer. Nothing is too hard for God. So truly, some things are beyond our control. But again, I say to you, the stone was rolled in He is Let us not lose sight, my brothers and sisters, of the power that we do still have. We have been blessed with the Spirit of God, which includes this morning, tomorrow, the rest of this year. We can choose how we respond to the things that are troubling our minds and our hearts. And perhaps even more important, even in the midst of those circumstances, we can choose how we treat one another. What the world needs now is sweet love. That's what the world needs. And see, God has called us into His family. And He has given us the necessary tools to work with. We have exactly what this world needs. And we know how to employ that. We know how to share that. We understand God's love. We understand how he stretched his own son long and wide as a demonstration of real love, unconditional love. Something of the young our control. But not everything. This morning, I'm reminded again as I stand here. I'm reminded of something that I said a couple of Sundays ago to you the last time I stood in this place. I spoke about the time that Jesus and his disciples were afraid. Not Jesus, but his disciples were afraid during that boat. They thought it might sleep. But Jesus calmed the storm. Jesus calmed the storm. Did, did the storm wake you up this morning? Oh, my God, I, where I live, man, I, it was rolling and thunder, it was lightning, the rain was coming down, and it was dark outside, and I didn't know what was going on. Hmm. Yeah, it struck a nerve. I'm like, what's happening, God? What's going on? But you know something? I watched the storm rise. Then very shortly after all that action in the dark, there was light. There may be a storm in your life every now and again, but you can rest assured that the storm is falling away. The storm is falling away. God's got you. God's got you. All we need to do is just hold on, just hold on 
to his and change his name. The Bible says Jesus on the cross. Just like Jesus' disciples. Just like his disciples. My brothers and sisters, we're all in this boat together. We're in this boat together with Jesus. But we're also in it. Ain't that good news? We're in this boat together with each other. And we can choose to encourage one another, to support each other, to love each other, and to point each other back to Jesus. What can we do to make these times better? What can we do to make these times better? Well, I just mentioned a few of them, and let's, let's go through them again. We can encourage one another, my brothers and sisters, as I'm preparing to end this message. I want you to know that's the one thing, that's the one thing that I want you to grab a hold of this morning. And I want you to wrap your arms around that. I want you to wrap your heart around that. I want you to wrap your mind around encourage one another. Even when we can't be physically present with one another. We can still make a difference. We can make that phone call. We can send a text message. We can send an email. We can connect on social media. We can attend church online. Amen? Yes, we can encourage one another. And then in the Proverbs, at the third chapter, in the 27th verse, it says, Do not withhold good from those to whom it is true. When it is in the power of your word to speak, you can encourage. Choose love. Continue to point each other to Jesus. It was Jesus who found the storm. And it will be Jesus who will calm our storm. But, but, it's up to us. It's up to us. To remind each other of God's promise. It's up to us. Just remember, no matter what we may be going through, we're all in it together. And God gave us His Spirit. He gave us His Spirit for a time such as this. And He gave us each other. Some things are out of our control, but not everything. Today we face these difficult times together. We face them together. Dear friend, the stone was rolled away. The stone was rolled away. Over 2,000 years ago, the stone was rolled away. That was yesterday. The stone. There is hope. There is hope. The best is yet to come. Let us pray. Every ear bow. Every eye close. Father in heaven, thank you once again for this time together. This morning, dear earth. Thank you, Father, for those that are listening in this morning. 
give to them this morning, Father. Bring back the, to their remembrance, Lord, as they go throughout the remainder of this week and this month. Bring back to their remembrance those things that you would have them to purchase this week. Father, we need you in these difficult times. We, we need you. Something or sin out of our Thank you, Father, for teaching us how to love. Thank you, Father, for helping us to reach out and touch the lives of those that need a touch from you. Thank you, Father. Help us to remember that we have the power in even to love our to help us to be that beacon of light in this dark, dark world in this time of uncertainty. We thank you, God, for loving us so. Father, thank you for taking care of those that are, that are on the front line. Thank you, God, for the doctors, the nurses, the technicians, all the folks that, that are playing a part in the hospitals and the ICUs and the emergency rooms, the, 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 the custodial workers. That everyone, the supply people, Father God, the ones who restore the the, uh, the mat, who bring out and, and, and resupply the, the the face guards and the gloves and that PPE. God, thank you for those people that are on the front line. Oh, glory to your name. Thank you, Father. Take care of them, because they are the ones that are facing this this enemy that they want to. You're on the front line. You're fighting hard, trying to take down this thing. God, they need your help. They need your help. So, Lord, we pray for you to give them the strength and the, the courage to face each and every awakening moment. Oh, Lord, have mercy on them this morning, I pray. Yes, Lord, I just feel like I feel like we just need to pray right now, God. Just keep praying for them, Lord, because there's there so many out there that just want to give up. There's mothers and fathers that are being separated from their children for the sake of others. They are sacrificing their families for the sake of others. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, God. for everyone that uh, that that is taking time out to to open a window to uh, shout with joy and say thank you and oh, praising them with claps and uh, clapping of their hands and singing of the songs. Thank you, God. Thank you for the Thank you for the blessing table. The people that are out there on the front line trying to make a difference because they have chosen love over hate and strife and pride. Oh, if there ever was a time for us to love, love, Father God, from the depths of our heart, this is the time. Help us to remember, oh God, how you love us. Give them strength. Give them courage. Give them rest when they need it. Yes, Lord. Provide for the needs of the nation. Thank you, God. Military that are connected to the ones that 
to stand on your promise this morning because you said, you said, you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. I want to remember as we move forward. Oh, keep a, keep a prayer in our hearts and praises on our lips. Help us to see that. That the world So today, God, again, once again, Father, we celebrate. We celebrate Jesus. We celebrate His resurrection, Father God. We celebrate Him getting up out of that grave, Father God. Three days later, They made their way to the grave, the tomb where they buried him. He was nowhere to be found in the tomb. He got a part of that. And the stone was rolled away. God, keep rolling away the stones in our lives. Oh, Lord, we need you to work with the doctors and the scientists. Everyone, wherever there's a lab right now that's working with a vaccine or an antidote, this coronavirus, Father. We pray, God, that you manifest yourself in the lives of your families and your disciples. Soon, very soon. Help us, So, God, closing this prayer, I pray for the ones that are sick. For healing, your healing, touch them. And for the ones that have perished, Father God, to the, the loved ones that are left behind. Oh, I pray your comfort, Father God, for that child, for that brother, that sister, that mother, that cousin. I pray comfort. I pray healing in their lives, Father God. Oh, Father, I pray right now you will speak a word to their heart and turn their eyes to you. Turn their eyes to you. There's hope. There's faith for tomorrow in the blood of Jesus. There's power in his name. Lord, I'm calling on you in the name that is above all other names, and that's the presence of the name of Jesus. Move by your spirit. Move by your word. By your word. Bless us, Lord, and we shall be blessed. Keep us, Father, and we shall be blessed. Heal us, and we shall be healed. Provide for us, and we shall be provided. In Jesus. I don't want to end this service without giving you a chance to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This morning, you may be watching for the very first time, and, and maybe, maybe you know, here over the last few weeks or so, you know, maybe the Lord is speaking something to your heart, and maybe you heard something this morning. Maybe there was something said from this book called the Bible, and, and it's got you to thinking. Maybe, maybe you, you feel like you, you want change in your life, right there where you are in your home. Patio, your bedroom, your living room, your kitchen, wherever you may be. If you've never made that commitment to follow Christ, today is your day. And all you have to do is just ask Jesus to come into your heart. Confess that you are a sinner and believe that He is the one and only Son of God. The one and only And then just make that commitment to follow. Just say, Lord, come into my heart and 